Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Chad Baretha. How are you doing, Chad? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Uh, I'm based out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Fantastic. It's a pleasure having you on the show. <laughs> So, Chad Baretha is an operations management consultant who has distilled almost 20 years of continuous improvement experience into a simple framework that implements a management system to achieve your goals and sustains performance. And I think your mission to stabilize operations and achieve improvement goals through the focus and align framework, I think it's just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Chad. Well, thanks. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, pleasure is mine. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, most of the clients that I work with are medium-sized organizations. So mm -hmm. rather than revenue, like people size, 50 to 500 people in that range. Um, and that could be the entire company or a department or a production site or of a larger organization. And usually I'm involved because we're trying to help stabilize operations performance, as you mentioned in the intro, and deliver better results. So they're either looking to scale or stabilize, do a door market shift. Most of my clients are either in manufacturing or various facets of the life science industry. So fantastic. So let's, let's dive a little bit deeper here because I just want to, I'm curious about what is a typical um, example or, you know, that you can share kind of like, so we have a better understanding of what is an indication of kind of like, oh, there's a challenge here. So, and what's going on here? Yeah. A challenge can come in a few different forms, you know, uh, delivery. So uh, lead times mm -hmm. are out of control or not meeting customer demand. Uh, that could be tied to capacity. We're just not getting the capacity we want for either a demand shift in different products or, or shift or growth in a different area. Could be things like uh, cost pressures or uh, quality performance on the manufacturing line or, or delivery of, of those products. So usually there's some top level, you know, KPI key performance indicator of their operation that is is struggling to consistently achieve target. Hmm. Now, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> Makes it all more more vivid. So. Um, the last time I checked, we're all humans, right? So what are common mistakes your clients typically make when trying to solve these uh, issues? <laughs> yeah, often when I engage with an organization, the, the mistake is trying to do too much. Right? So mm. a, a lot of the focus and align framework, as you mentioned, is trying to narrow down our focus on the, the highest leverage point. So if you imagine you can put a finite amount of energy into any strategy, we could complete one strategic initiative, or we could finish like 5% of 20 strategic initiatives. And honestly, it's probably less than that due to the efficiency loss with task, task shifting and, and restarting and restopping initiatives. So if we can narrow down our focus to fewer things to work on, which mm -hmm. requires leadership and requires focus. Mm. Makes total sense, right? <laughs> so 
So before I ask Chad, what is one valuable free um, action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So um, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with the, uh, these challenges? Yeah, I think uh, a free action that a leader can do is evaluate where you're spending your time. So as you reflect back, look at your, your calendar, even reflect on the day and say, how much of what I plan to do today did I actually get done? Or, or if you are even planning your day, how much am I planning to spend time thinking about strategy versus thinking about improvement and changes versus responding to daily interruptions? Now, if you're a leader and all your time is getting sucked up into daily interruptions, you probably need a better system and some defined processes. But you don't know that until you actually step back. So take that step back, look at your review, your calendar, your plan for the day and say, am I putting my time where I want to in a given day, in a given week? Well, I think you could make a habit out of that, a daily habit mm -hmm. out of <laughs> doing that, right? Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, uh, I see. So um, I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that uh, will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can find me through LinkedIn, but also my website, uh, baritharagroup.com. We'll link that out in the show notes, I'm sure. And sure. if you go through the website or you just search online for the title of my book, it's Improve Less. So if you search Improve Less Book, I'm the top res search result that comes up. And on there, you can download the first chapter for free in PDF format which goes over one of the elements being this uh, leadership reflection worksheet, which goes through the, the free action I just mentioned. So it's a, a framework and a worksheet to review your week and say, am I spending time on strategy, on improvement and change, or daily firefighting? And that's a great free resources for you to download and review the chapter and just understand, are my actions in aligned with my plan for the day? Well, I, I must say, uh, improve less sounds very compelling. So how did you come up with that <laughs> title? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an evolution to get there. But the more and more I engaged with clients while I was finishing the book is like, back to your second question, we were often trying to do too much. And like, but mm -hmm. what if we did fewer things? And if we get those done fast, great. Sometimes the answer isn't no, it's not yet. So maybe if we say, let's focus on these fewer things, focus on less right now, and we can close some of those initiatives down and then move forward to the lower priority items. So in, in essence, it's a very strategic uh, approach here. <laughs> yeah. Strategy is, is more about saying no to certain things than it is saying yes, yes to everything. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Wonderful. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? I mean, so we, we jumped right in and talked about common uh, pain points, uh, common challenges. You know, a, a lot of these concepts of continuous improvement and operational excellence are all wrapped up in even marketing terms like Six Sigma and Lean and Theory of Constraints. And, and maybe some of your listeners are already going to ask themselves the question, why is continuous improvement even relevant to my industry, even relevant to my business? So that, that thought is usually oriented around oh, that's something they do in manufacturing, or maybe in more specifically, that's something they do in automotive. I was just meeting with a health and human services provider earlier this week, so it's applicable everywhere. And if you think about it, what it's providing 
is a framework for change. So if you want to improve something, you're inherently going to have to change the way that you're doing it. And you don't want to rely on change when you need to <laughs> because you're forced to by some market constraint. Hmm. The biggest thing any of these flavors of continuous improvement can provide for us is that framework for change and getting the culture of your organization more adapt to change. Hmm. So then we have two things. We have a system for changing hmm. to adapt to markets and new customers and also the capability, the personal capabilities for change. So regardless of the tool set and the acronyms and everything else you use, continuous improvement as, as a mindset helps your organization be more agile before you need to react to a market change. Well, it's, it's kind of like you're speaking of, of capabilities. So, um, so are you aware of the um, capability maturity model? Uh, yes, CMMI, I think, was originally CMMI. developed uh, for yeah. software. For software, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I think that is always kind of like where it all starts, right? So that you start with yourself and uh, understand it for yourself. Yeah, that's that's uh, great insight. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. And of course, everything that you shared earlier, we put in the show notes so folks can check it out. So this brings me already to my final question for today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Oh, well, if you look at my background, it, it's a little bit of a Spartan office right now. We just moved houses, my family and I. Okay. And uh, I think when I experienced goosebumps was watching, we have younger children, just watching them lend a hand and help out. So I remember mm -hmm. at one point packing up boxes and turning around and my seven-year-old son is like packing kitchen utensils into a box. Now, admittedly, he would throw like two um, oven mitts right into a box and close it. I was like, well, at least he's, but I love that he wanted to help. And at one point I was um, disassembling some furniture and my older daughter took him. He was being very active and wanted to do something. So I, hey, why don't we go play outside? So unprompted by me, I just, I just love when my, seeing my kids who learn mostly from my example, like mm. take that initiative and really like lend a hand and help out when they see it's needed. Well, you lead with an example. I love that. <laughs> well, thank you, Ted, for this beautiful Goosebumps moment with your loved ones also. Thank you, Ted, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Well, thank you. And thanks for what you do for your listeners. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.